Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome in to the Morning Five. Today is Thursday, March 16th. And as always, it is brought to you by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey. Life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, today is Orange and Lemons Day. Okay. You a fran- fan of Orange and Lemons? Uh, I love me some orange juice. Um, I love eating me oranges. And um, I love me some ice cold lemonade. It's the best, isn't it? On a hot day when you're out there like mowing or something, doing lawn work, and you can walk in and get some lemonade. Nothing better. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that, too, man. I, I love oranges. I love orange juice. I love lemons. I love lemonade. Uh, trying to think if there's anything I dislike about oranges and lemonade. Not that I can think of. I love the uh, I, I love the smell of oranges. Like in the fall, you know, I'll put I'll slice up oranges and put them in a, a pot with some water and some cinnamon sticks and boil them on low for a couple hours and makes the house smell really good. Uh, I'm a big fan of that smell. Yes. Uh, so I'm, I'm pumped. So that's... That's a, yeah, that's a orange zest too, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. And a frosted orange from uh, the Varsity. Yes. Yeah. And I love, and and I know you're going to hate this, but I love orange soda as well. Who loves orange soda? Uh, Kel loves orange soda. I love orange soda. (laughs) Nobody's going to get that reference that listens to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) He still love that show. Uh, today is also National Artichoke Day. Billy, are you a fan of artichokes? Big pass. Big pass. Really? You don't like artichokes? No. I'm, there is a there is a dish that Kathy makes with artichokes in it. I love artichoke. Like uh, spinach and artichoke dip. Huge fan of it. We always have a fight in our in our house. Who's going to eat the spinach and artichoke dip? Because it's like a uh, no matter how big the container is of spinach and artichoke dip, it is a thousand percent a one course meal like we're sitting down and eating the whole thing of spinach and artichoke dip i, I like artichokes yeah i'm, I'm not, a, not a fan at all there's a place down in america's georgia that makes a good uh pizza with artichokes on it so um no artichokes for billy i will eat all of the artichokes today is also national vaccination day how appropriate billy that today is national vaccination day and it is also the day that we learned that aaron Rodgers wants to go to the jets yeah, <laughs> that's funny, actually. <laughs> How uh, appropriate. Do you think he planned this? Uh, no, I don't think he planned this at all. But, you know, how appropriate it is that, you know, we, we talked about this. Um, the fact that March 13th was the day that, uh, you know, the world shut down. Two, three. Uh, yes, that is the day the NHL, the PGA, and the NCAA shut down. Yeah, so that was... That was three years ago. Yes. So three years and three days later, it's uh, uh, 
<laughs> National or World Vaccination Day. Yeah, that makes and, sense. And today is National Vaccination Day uh, holiday that just started last year. So, uh, congratulate. No, I'm not. I'm joking. But uh, okay. is, let's see. When did, the, when did this start? Now I'm kind of curious. Uh, I don't know. Those are a bunch of words. It looks like it started back in 1979. Okay. Um, yeah. Wow. How, no, no. Let's see. 2020. Wow. How... How eerie. I wonder if they had this all planned out. Just like I mentioned on the broadcast last night when the birds were flying over. The birds aren't real, folks. The birds are machines controlled by the government. <laughs> Billy, last night the Braves fell to the Astros 9-3. to Albies and Pilar with the own RB, lone RBI. Excuse me. Uh, made a slip there. Not as bad as Logan Maddox's slip, but uh, made a slip there. Uh, Albies and Pilar with the lone RBIs for the Braves. Uh, Strider did not go 32 innings, actually, there. He oh, went 3.2 innings. 32 innings. That's <laughs> In a 9-3 ball game. <laughs> he went 3.2 innings uh, last night. He gave up two earned runs, gave up six hits, which is not great to see, but he did strike out eight. Um, I think that's just sort of going to be Strider's MO. Uh, I think he's going to go out there sometimes and give up quite a bit of hits, maybe low on the earned runs, but have – a ton of K's. Um, so you, you sort of take the good with the bad with the way Spencer Strider pitches. I mean, he's got a 2.25 ERA in spring training. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's that's his pitching MO. So, I mean, you're just you're going to throw a lot of a lot of fastballs and a lot of strikes. Sometimes hitters are going to catch up and it's just bottom line. That's it's a possibility of it happening. So we'll see how it works out. But I, I still love Strider's upside more than anything. So we'll see how I, I'll I'll continue to be a fan of him, especially since he changed his number. Yeah, I don't I don't know where I said this. I don't I don't remember if I said this in the podcast or I said it to my boys when we were driving to baseball. I don't remember where I said this, but I think Spencer Strider is probably going to be my favorite Brave this year. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he's going to be my favorite. I you know. I, last year, my favorite was uh, Dansby Swanson and the Braves. Uh, the Braves didn't really get rid of him. He left. And, and I understand why. I know the situation. Uh, but I think this year it's going to be Strider. Um, you know, I, I like Albies. I like Riley. I like Acuna. I like Matt Olson. Um, I like that defensive catcher we got back there. But I, I think Strider is going to be my, my favorite player, my dude this year. I might even get a Spencer Strider jersey, but... I'm having a hard time finding a jersey, Billy, because I want. Do you remember those cream color jerseys we had a couple years ago? Yes. I'm trying to find one of those. I want an authentic one of those in a Spencer Strider, and I I can't find those anywhere, man. I, I don't I don't know where I don't. I, maybe I need to go to the clubhouse store and look uh, at the stadium, but I can't find them online anywhere. That's a little strange. You can't find them. Yeah, and it's like not even a, a price thing. Like, uh, like I don't, I don't ever buy baseball jerseys. I have a ton of football jerseys, but I never buy baseball jerseys. And so, like, I told, I told my wife, I was like, you know, I, I don't care what the price is. I never buy baseball jerseys. I'm gonna buy something nice for me. I want a cream colored Spencer Strider jersey. Can't find it anywhere. It's a, it's a pain, man. It's a, it's a big pain. Some, some good news on the broadcasting part, though, Billy. Tom Glavin will return as the Braves broadcaster in 2023. He estimates he will do around 35 to 40 games. Hey, I'm, that's good. Having Blav back, man, we missed it. So. Yeah, is it, though? Like, what does a hockey goalie know about baseball? <laughs> he wasn't a hockey goalie, number one. I he thought was. he was a goalie. 
Oh. Oh. Who's the forward? Well, oh, that's even worse. They're like the quarterbacks of hockey. Are you really surprised with Blav? Come on. Ugh, gross. I mean, but seriously, what does, a, what does a hockey player know about baseball? Why is he broadcasting? Oh, stop it. Uh, also, the MLB is going to stream games for free uh, amid the Lumen Diamond Sports bankruptcy. Good on MLB, man. I like to see him do this. I like to see him take a step in the right direction as far as streaming in the 20th century and giving this game for free to people. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, I, 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 I sort of complained and moaned and everything when the MLS went behind the Apple TV Plus streaming thing. Um, I just don't think that's the best way to grow the game. Uh, I, but I love this move by the MLB. And it, we give the MLB a ton of crap on this podcast because they make so many wrong moves. Uh, but th- uh, this is a this is a right move. This is a step in the right direction. MLB to stream the games for free among, among amid looming Diamond Sports bankruptcy. I'm I'm going to assume this is going to be out of market games. So if you are in the market for the Braves, I would assume you cannot stream the Braves games. But I that is a thousand percent an assumption. I did not read the entire article. Um, the article is on the article is everywhere. It's on Reddit. It's on ESPN. It's all over. So go and read if you're interested in that. But I, I like this, man. It's a step in the right direction, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, they've been streaming games on uh, for spring training. On, on have, the... you wa- have you watched any Braves games this year yet? I haven't. No, not much. Um, but when they stream it, from what I hear, it's it's uh, Braves Radio Network doing it. Well, of course. Would it be anything else? <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Uh, you know, kind of shifting gears in the baseball front, the World Baseball Classic is ongoing and uh, sort of reaching the pinnacle. I think we're a couple, maybe a week away from the finals. Japan, Mexico, and Venezuela have won their groups. Group A, everybody tied two and two with a two and two record. Uh, Italy advanced with the tiebreakers. Mexico has won the group with a three and one record and a head to head win over the USA that serves as the tiebreaker. If both teams finish three and one, if Team USA beats Colombia on Wednesday did. night, do what they did. They did last night, so they advanced as the second team in Group A for a spot in the quarterfinals. Uh, even if they'd have lost that game, they still would have advanced, probably because of their blowout win versus uh, Canada. So that means the USA will move on, and they will play this weekend, I believe. Yeah, they'll play this weekend against Venezuela, 7 o'clock, Saturday evening on Fox. So I am watching that, there's no doubt, because that is Acuna versus the U.S. Uh, yes, please. Um, I will be at a baseball game. So there is a game going on right now on Fox Sports 2. It's oh, my goodness, a 6 a.m. start. Wow. Japan versus Italy. Um, and then Friday, they'll have a 7 p.m. start between between Mexico and Puerto Rico, which will be God. Puerto Rico. Come on, put a little accent onto it. That will be a fascinating game, too. Mexico versus Puerto Rico. Oh, my God. And then Venezuela on Saturday versus the U.S. at 7. Uh, Cuba has already won an advance to the semis against Australia. I think that, that game was like 2 a.m. Uh, local time. So they've already advanced. So they will face off against uh let's see quarterfinal three so they'll face off against whoever will win between the u.s and venezuela on sunday and then the and where, will, where will that game take place 
Miami. Miami. Okay. All right. And then the I might be able to watch that Sunday game. Final will be Tuesday, March twenty first at seven. Between USA and Mexico. Oh, that would be huge again. <laughs> I guarantee you, Mexico or the US is going to come out firing in that game. Holy crap! Oh, for sure. I hate I'm going to miss the USA Venezuela game at seven o'clock Saturday night, man. I, I I would actually tune in and watch that. That'd be fun. Um, we have a dude. We have a rec game. I know I've told you this. We have a rec game Saturday night at seven o'clock. Saturday at seven. That's, yeah. What? Rec baseball game, dude. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm. It, that's frustrating. Oh, I may not uh, even be back from Alabama by that time. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Uh, you know, now are y'all y'all don't have a one day tournament. It's a two day yeah, tournament, right? One day tournament. Ooh, yeah, y'all might. Well, if you're not back, that's a good thing because that means y'all probably made it to the championship game. Yeah. So. Yeah. Take the wins and the losses, I suppose. <laughs> uh, I have a couple of Falcons mock drafts, Billy. Tell me what you think about some of these players. That Now that we're getting closer to the draft and we're getting some free agent stuff going down, the, the consensus for the Falcons mock draft is sort of all over the place now. A couple weeks ago, it was bang on one player. Now it's sort of flip-flopping and going all over. So uh, we have about five players here that are likely to go to the Falcons. I don't think the Falcons are going to not pick one of these five if they're there at eight if the falcons stay at eight the number one kind of consensus player that we're seeing going to the mock drafts the falcons is is miles murphy edge rusher from clemson Mur murphy is a dominant player with great size can start right away the falcons defense what do you think about murph coming to the falcons i am going to be honest i have not seen murphy play i did not see clemson play at all this year so i've not watched any film on him um I'm very skeptical on linebackers and di defensive ends from Clemson after what happened the last time we picked up a Clemson linebacker defensive end. So, um, oh, Vic Beasley. Yeah, I'm very skeptical about it. But I, I would hope. Deservedly so. <laughs> I would hope that uh, Murphy's a lot better than them than that. Can't be much worse. Uh, the next edge rusher they have projected towards the Falcons is Tyree Wilson, edge rusher out of Texas Tech. Some consider Tyree Wilson to be the best pass rusher in the entire draft. I've seen film on Tyree Wilson. I, I like his upside, but it's he also looks like he takes some plays off. Um, so, I mean, I, we need one of those just pure just unbridled edge rushers that don't stop has just has a motor that is just not going to quit you know what huh. I, mean? I think you might be describing this next person right here the next person that has been projected to go to the falcons nolan smith edge rusher out of uga yeah yeah that fits that fits very well <laughs> Uh, and then and then sort of a shift. I think the Falcons will go D-line. I think they will go edge rusher, outside linebacker, something like that, something to pressure the quarterback. But another name that I've seen pop up a lot is Christian Gonzalez, the quarterback out of Oregon. Uh, Gonzalez is an excellent fit for the Falcons' defense. Not only is Gonzalez able to mirror prospects because of the fluid movements, but he can also attack the ball and create big-time plays for the defense. Gonzalez would be a day-one starter for the Falcons, building them a fearful secondary. I mean, we definitely need to help need help out in the secondary. There's no doubt. Um, but we also, I mean, we did add to our pass rush in in free agency, so that helps. But building depth there through the draft would be helpful as well. So I, I'm not sure. 
getting Christian Gonzalez would be perfect. I mean, at, at this point in time, Bryce, anything would help our defense. I think our offense yeah, and, is going to start getting better, but, you know, our defense, man. And, and you can mask a, not a poor secondary, but, but a under subpar maybe secondary with a good pass rush. So, I mean, they're both so complementary to each other. You can get coverage sacks, sacks. You can get, you know, interceptions because of pressure on the quarterback. So, you know, they're, they're very complementary to each other. I think they're going to go D line, but Christian Gonzalez sitting there, maybe they take him. And then the last, the, you know, the, the kind of wild card in this draft is Jalen Carter, the defensive line. Uh, everybody has him as the number one talent in this draft. But the, the character issues, the, the stuff stemming from the crash up in Athens, a lot of his off-field antics, uh, the in-the-locker-room stuff, it has him dropping down a, a lot. And I cannot find anywhere where there is a consensus on where Jalen Carter can go. Uh, a lot of people say they wouldn't be shocked if he goes top five. And then I've read articles that said they wouldn't be shocked if he falls out of the first round. So would you be okay with the Falcons drafting Jalen Carter at number eight? Bryce, you and I watched a lot of Georgia film yesterday or last year, right? We watched a lot of yes. play. A ton of play. Hell, we watched Georgia play in, in the semis together. Um, Jalen Carter's a freaking monster. He is a monster. He doesn't take plays off just like Nolan Smith, and he would be very helpful for the Falcons. But, you know, the whole stigma of you know, Falcons don't draft Georgia players needs to be lifted before we can start taking these guys. Yeah, and I don't think the on-field stuff is necessarily going to play into this draft pick because we know what Jalen Carter can do. We we know we know his strengths, we know his weaknesses, we know what a menace he can be on the football field. I think it's going to be all the off-field stuff that really comes into this draft pick. I mean, if it was if it was purely talent-wise, he would be a top five pick. But I think because of the off-field antics, I think that's going to come into play quite large with the Jalen Carter draft pick. And right. I I don't see the Falcons drafting somebody at eight with question marks like that, in my opinion. I, I think, honestly, I think they go either Miles Murphy or Nolan Smith at that eight position. Yeah, probably not. That'll be fun. It, and we're just a little bit over a month away from the NFL draft. Uh, we've got to get cracking on our prep yeah on our uh, on our nfl draft prep yeah i'm excited man i can't wait all right bryce let's head to the marine south scoreboard last night in baseball villarica beats jackson nine to four outside and falls to Fayette county nine to four carrollton falls to trinity christian 12 to two that's a tough loss for trent bianco and company out there and bremen beats temple in a game you heard on the hometown sports radio network eight to nothing last night uh in lacrosse bremen beats fayette county seven bremen girls beat fayette county 17 to 2 and Carrollton boys beat trinity christian 12 to 2 so the baseball balls anytime anytime you can beat uh anytime you can beat a private school in soccer or lacrosse it's always good Carrollton baseball falls to trinity christian 12 to 2 but then Carrollton boys lacrosse beats trinity christian 12 to 2 that's odd. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Uh, I had to, I had to double check the scores because I thought I got something wrong this morning. I was like, wait a second, did 
Did I just superimpose the baseball score over to the, yeah. the lacrosse score and flip it around? Yeah. <laughs> Bryce, what did you see last night uh, from Bremen and Temple? Uh, great catching for both sides. Uh, Sully Simp and Parker Andell both did a phenomenal job behind the plate, calling the game. Uh, Steed, uh, Jake Steed, I believe is his name, the pitcher that started for Bremen, uh, racked up a lot of strikes against the Temple Tigers and, and did great at the plate. And then Reese Holloway, the reliever for Temple, came in. Young man has one hand, right-handed, three-quarter delivery guy, uh, and he did phenomenal, man. We, we talked to the umpire after the game, and he said if uh, if Reese Holloway can sort of start getting around more on that little breaking ball slider that he has, he said he's going to be dangerous and almost near untouchable. Um, so it was a it was a beautiful night, great field out there, great weather. Got a little chilly there in the uh, sixth and seventh inning. Good crowd, had a blast, man. I love going out there and calling ball. Yeah. All right, let's look at the Smith floor coverings, games and events calendar for tonight. Uh, should be another beautiful night for everything. Uh, no baseball tonight. Surprising. Nope. Nope. I hate that, man. No baseball tonight. And there might be some baseball because I know some teams have moved up their schedules from Friday games to Thursday games. Uh, so do check your local, uh, you know me, go fan. Check your go fan. Um, but yeah, on our schedule right now, we have no baseball. But I know some teams will probably change their Friday night games to either tonight or doubleheaders on Saturday. So while I'm talking, we posted something on Facebook yesterday about a change. I think it was Bowden. It was Bowden, uh, and that was Friday's varsity game versus Bremen has been moved to Thursday at 5.55, so uh, that did get changed. For some reason, I thought that was a Saturday, but yeah, uh, Bremen versus Bowden, and let's see, or excuse me, Bowden versus Bremen. That is at Bremen tonight at 5.55. That was the the schedule change that moved from a Thursday game or a Friday game to a Thursday game, Uh, and then the Thursday JV game tonight, JV uh, at Temple was canceled. Okay. So we do have some baseball tonight. Bowden versus Bremen. All right. Mount Zion versus Christian Heritage in soccer. Girls will kick off at five. Boys will kick off at seven. Bowden in soccer tonight versus Atlanta Symphony Orchestra, or as the rest of Atlanta calls it, Atlanta Classic. Classic. Not a real school. Uh, girls kick off at five. Boys kick off at seven. In lacrosse, Bremen will face off against North Cobb. The boys will. And, just the boys at 6 p.m. And that is your Smith's for covering games and events calendar. Billy, you need another cup of coffee, man? And I need a cup of coffee, sir. I, I, I'm I right there with you. Right there with the coffee. It, it's going through the house, though. <laughs> another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strong with Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. The Cincinnati Bengals get Orlando Brown Jr. for four years, $64 million. It's a big pickup for Cincinnati, honestly. Um, that's ooh, that'll be helpful for uh, Joe Joey B. Joey B. Yeah, great job of uh, the Bengals protecting their quarterback. Great tackle. Orlando Brown Jr. played phenomenally last year for the Chiefs. Uh, good pickup for them. Puerto Rico ousts the Dominican Republic at the World Baseball Classic, but Edwin Diaz hurt his knee during a celebration. What is he, Ted Ginn Jr.? Dude, okay, so A, you hate to see this. You really do. You hate to see anybody hurting themselves in a celebration. And I want to make that abundantly clear before I say this. <laughs> it's the bets. <laughs> you hate this guy. Why do you, why do you hate Edward Diaz? You hate this guy. 
<laughs> this guy's out there playing his hardest <laughs> for his country, giving it all, blood, sweat, and tears, and you're laughing at this guy. This guy's celebration. <laughs> I'm sorry. This guy might have ruined his career, and you're laughing at him. He's out there celebrating, winning I, games for his first country, and you're 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 a bad guy. I'm such a heartless bastard. I'm so why, why do you why do you hate Edwin Diaz, man? <laughs> because he's a met. That's terrible. That's just awful. <laughs> That's not the type of sportsmanship we encourage here on the Morning Five. Well, actually, it is. Screw the Mets. <laughs> uh, Mike Trout lifts the United States in the World Baseball Classic quarterfinals. Uh, yep. I don't think hitting hitting was I don't think hitting was going to be a issue with the with the Braves with the USA team going into the World Baseball Classic. I think it uh, rattled around pitching, but Mike Trout. Do you think Mike Trout is underappreciated from most baseball fans, casual baseball fans, not not you know not fanatics? Yes, a thousand percent. Mike Trout is probably one of the best, if not the best, player in our generation. He really is. I, I'm I'm trying to think back. I mean, it, it's probably it's probably back to Tony Gwynn to find someone that was maybe better than Trout. I don't know. Maybe maybe before then, um, he's he's so underappreciated. Mike Trout is the is the greatest baseball player that has played baseball since I've been alive. And the, the bad thing way. is, here's here's the really bad thing. So Mike Trout for years for years has been the best player in baseball. Then Shohei Otani comes onto his team, which, by the way, nobody gives a crap about the Angels from Anaheim, especially on the East Coast. Like, nobody cares. Nope. And that's nobody of, even cares out in L.A. That's, that's part of why Trout is so underappreciated, because nobody gives a crap. But the, the other best player in baseball plays on the same team and could be better than Trout because of how just what he does man it's it's unreal it's unreal that both of them were on the same team yep both the best baseball players one and two in my opinion in baseball right now right now and they and they're out in in la and nobody nobody knows about them none of the casual fans know about them uh aaron Rodgers says he wants to play for the jets in 2023 we heard yesterday on the pat mcafee show billy does aaron Rodgers go into the jets I'm not even gonna say a Super Bowl contender. Does it make them even a playoff team? Yeah, I mean they're a playoff team. They were a playoff team last year before it, injuries kind of killed them late. And Jets will be Jets will be in the playoffs this year. I I think they miss, I, and I think they miss if this is a big caveat. If Tua is back as the quarterback for Miami, I think the Jets are the third best team in that division. Okay. I think they're behind the Bills and the and the Dolphins. Uh, Cowboys have released running back veteran Ezekiel Elliott after seven years. That sucks. It hurt, dude. Um, it's the right move for the Cowboys. It is a thousand percent the right move for the roster and this team going forward. Tony Pollard is now your workhorse. Um, it is the correct move. I hate seeing Zeke leave. Zeke was a integral part in the Cowboys uh, never making it to the Super Bowl the past seven years. Um, great regular seasons and just sort of fell, fell short in the playoffs i liked watching him play man he, he was a he was a buckeye i still remember his uh his run uh, 87 yards to the heart of the south the heart of the against south. the against the uh yeah against alabama making it to the national championship winning a national championship so it, it sucks to see, see zeke leave it's the right move for the cowboys though um zeke's made his money i hope he you know if he retires he retires or if he goes somewhere else and plays a couple years there. I wish him nothing but success. I hope Zeke gets a ring somewhere. 
Um, but it does suck as a uh, as a Cowboys fan and an Ohio State fan to see him release Zeke. Yeah. As soon as that came across, um, actually, I was seeing our buddy Clay Harden and Clay Harden's like, yep, that needed. It's yeah, it, it's the right move. It's the right move. Pollard's best. Yep, it's the it's the right move for the Cowboys. I just it just, I just suck. I just hate it. Yeah. Uh, Panthers Panthers signed running back Miles Sanders. They reach a four year twenty five million dollar deal. That surprised me a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. But I didn't see that one coming. But then losing Christian McCaffrey, yeah, that's probably needed. And the Panthers right now are projected with the number one pick to draft C.J. Stratt. Do you think they're going with uh, Strad? I would think so. That would make sense. I think that's where they're. I think that's where they're going to go. Billion today in 2020, like everything else in the sporting world, the MLB was just a little bit behind. The MLB suspends the remainder of the spring training games and delays the start of the regular season in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Return dependent on recommendations by the CDC. God, this week sucks crazy man three years ago this week three years ago this week the world just shut down yeah it sucks it was nuts it was nuts man it was um it was an odd time of year like no sports were on they were playing replays of sports on espn no new shows it was it was such a bizarre time to live uh and and it'll be something that we talk about for years and years to come yep very very you got anything else you got anything else to add today man no man, let's get out of here on a Thursday. Uh, we had we had a couple of birthdays yesterday. Like uh, Rooster Russell's birthday was yesterday. Um, I forgot to shout him out, but um, he turned my age yesterday. Well, well, Billy, we're all adults here on the morning five, and nobody cares about birthdays. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh, my last day of work yeah, tomorrow off tomorrow is St. Patty's Day we still will be here though we will have a morning five for you tomorrow morning but for Billy Lindahl I am Bryce Sparling we will see y'all tomorrow same time same place shake your neighbors just shake them shake your neighbors <laughs>